you'll be familiar with this passage. We, we share this passage every year at Christmas time. I want to put a different kind of spin on things. I want to talk about peace. Because we live in a world that doesn't have peace. We live in a world full of conflict. Have you noticed that? It's not just, uh, you know, the Russians and the U- Ukrainians. We live in a whole of our world has conflict. And I believe we need a bit of peace these days. Anyone with me? Yeah. Some of you need peace in your life right now. You're facing, even over the Christmas period, you know, uncomfortable times. Times with family. The trouble with family is you can't choose them. You can choose your friends. But when it comes to family, you sort of just get what you get, don't you? Why are you smiling at me? (coughs) It's like you don't know what I'm talking about. Let's look at Luke chapter 2, starting at verse 10. And the angel said to them, this is the shepherds, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel and multitudes of heavenly hosts praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest. If you know your Latin, in excelsis Deo. Glory to God in the highest. That's what it means. Some of you thought you were speaking in tongues, didn't you? It's actually Latin. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Let's pray together. Lord, I pray as we open the scriptures that you'll speak to our hearts. Lord, that you will give us peace that passes all understanding this morning and right through this Christmas period in Jesus' name. Amen. So there they were, simple shepherds, and they were privy to a scene that most of us will have to wait until heaven to partake of, to see. They saw angels everywhere. Glory to God in the highest. As I said in Greek, in excelsis Deo which literally means none is higher than God. And then it said, on earth be peace. The Greek grammar here is interesting because it's not the normal grammar when it says, on earth be peace. Uh, They they believe that perhaps it was, they were trying to translate into Greek from the Aramaic or the Hebrew. The, The angels probably said this in Aramaic or Hebrew, but it was transferred into Greek. And it's a little bit of an awkward one to transfer. But what, this is not God wishing peace for the whole earth. Some people will say, God wants everybody to have peace. This is not what it's saying. Look at what it's saying. This is an announcement, not that, that he, God wants you all to have peace, and he does. Not that the whole earth will suddenly plunge into peace, because it won't. It is the announcement that peace has come in the, in the form of a person. Peace arrived and is now lying in a manger in Bethlehem. That's why the angelic army overlooked, you know, came and, 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 and shone to the shepherds and said, peace on earth. The angelic army, there was a caveat though on the end of it. You notice it says, peace on earth among those who, with whom he is pleased. So it's not peace for everybody. It's peace on earth among those whom he is pleased. That first Christmas, an army of angels announced the coming of peace. The Prince of Peace, in fact. What do we read in Isaiah? If you go back to the book of Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 you're going back uh, several hundred years and Isaiah says this about the coming of Jesus he says this for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders and his name shall be called wonderful counselor mighty God everlasting father say it with me prince of peace so Jesus (coughs) is the prince or the the ruler over peace. Now later in Isaiah it says this, 
in Isaiah 26, you will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So trusting in God in the New Testament sense means trusting in Jesus to keep your peace. The world may be going crazy, but those in Christ are able to have peace in the middle of conflict. Do you believe that? Have you ever seen that? Like someone who's just had incredible peace, but all around them is this maelstrom of disaster happening. Believers are the ones who are referred to, the ones with whom God is pleased. See, peace is not a universal given. People say, oh, Christmas, it's a time of peace. They say, peace on earth. That's not what the Bible says. It says, peace on earth for those with whom God is well pleased. That's us. And it says, as Paul says later in Ephesians 2, he says, for he himself is our peace, he who made us both, uh, both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. How much hostility is in the world at the moment? You don't know? Say something unpopular on Facebook and hang on. Because in the next about five minutes, you'll, you'll discover a new depth of hostility. Because people are so angry these days, aren't they? You know, people are just, they seem to be cranky about lots of things. Ever since those words were spoken by the angels long ago, and also long before that, mankind has been searching for peace. Newsflash, the search for peace did not start with the hippies. I know some of you think that, but long before John Lennon says, all we are saying is give peace a chance, long before that, it's been sought after forever, mostly in vain. So despite what John Lennon advocated, it seems like we human beings just can't manage to give peace a chance at all. Don't believe me? I'm going to hit you with some figures here. See, at Christmas people talk about peace, but listen to what the New York Times wrote a few years ago. In the past 3,400 years, humans have been entirely at peace for only 268 of them. Three, three and a half thousand years, and we've had 268 years where peace has been recorded. Less than 8%, which means more than 92% of all of human existence has been, in, been spent in conflict with everybody else. Country against country, people against people. Today, they tell us there are over 800 armed conflicts currently raging in 69 countries around the world, including the one we know of, the Russo-Ukrainian war, that still drags on to this day. Just because it's disappeared from a lot of the media doesn't mean people aren't dying over there. We live in a world that, that is, does not know peace. So this Christmas Day, I want to remind you that real peace, forever peace, peace that passes all understanding is possible and is available. But listen, you will never find it in mankind's government or, or anything associated with that or, believe it or not, in the media. You will never find it in the media. You won't find it in the latest philosophy. You won't find it in good intentions. You will only find it in the Prince of Peace. Look at the mess in this last few years our country has been going through. Australia, land of the free, you know, we're the, the lucky country. Have a look at us. We are so confused. We exclude people in the name of inclusivity. We compel people to do things they don't want to do in the name of safety. And we fight over the definition of a male and a female. That we don't have peace in our country. There's conflict about anything. There's conflict about everything. That first Christmas, the angel promised peace on earth, not to all men, but to all men with whom God is pleased. Those who know him, accept him, honor him, and, 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 and receive his gift of eternal life. We have peace because we have the Prince of Peace within us. 
<coughs> Yet sometimes, in an ocean of madness and conflict and destruction, God shines a tiny little light of peace. And I want to speak about that today, that speaks of Jesus being the Prince of Peace. I want to share a story with you today. I did this a few years ago. I just love history. Does anybody here like history? Good, five of us. That's brilliant. You'll love this then. So today I want to st share the story of one ray of hope that shone in the midst of a world of man-made destruction. Jesus said this, Peace I leave you, not my peace. Uh, sorry, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Jesus gives us peace. But there was a time, this is, this is one of my favourite Christmas stories. Let me set the scene for you. This is called the Christmas Truce. <coughs> it's December 1914. And the Great War has been raging for eight months. And at that time, the German army swept uh, through Belgium, drove towards Paris. But they were repelled by a combined French army and British expeditionary force at the Battle of Ain. At that point in northern France and Belgium, the war deteriorated into a static war with trenches stretching from Belgium to Switzerland. Now, the soldiers on both sides had confidently gone to war expecting that the war would be over by Christmas. None of them were right because that first Christmas found them standing there in waterlogged trenches, freezing, miserable and homesick, gazing fearfully across no man's land at the enemy. They were shelled. They were machine gunned. They fought not only the enemy, but they also had to fight the lice and the rats. They were lonely, afraid, freezing, miserable. What kind of Christmas was this? They thought they'd be home for Christmas. And there they were, standing in the trenches. In the Ypres sector, for those of you who don't know, Ypres is, is a town in, northern, uh, in Belgium. And the British couldn't say Ypres, so they called it Wipers. W-P-R-E-S is how you spell Ypres but they called it Wipers. So in the Wipers section of the Western Front in Belgium, British forces from the Northumberland Hussars 7th Division stood guard on, a on the parapet overlooking no man's land. And as the sound of guns and artillery faded away on that Christmas day, it was replaced by this sound coming from the German lines. They heard singing coming from the German lines. When the guns ceased, they started to hear singing. This is what they heard. You can join me on this. Stille Nacht, come on, Heilige Nacht, alle schläft einsam wach, nur das traute hoch heilige Paar, hole Knabe in lockigen Haar. Schlaf in himmlischer Ruhe, schlaf in himmlischer Ruhe. Well, a few British soldiers raised their heads above the parapet, listening to a language they did not understand, but to a song they recognised. Hearing the enemy that they'd been told were devils intent on conquering the world, sing praises to the same saviour they worshipped Sundays in their churches. <coughs> they noticed that the Germans had set candles on top of the trenches and in a few trenches they displayed makeshift Christmas trees made out of what was left of a few branches that had been blown to pieces after the shelling. And something broke in their spirit, a longing rose up in their hearts that on this of all days they might find a moment's peace in a mad world of carnage. Both sides began to shout Christmas greetings to one another 
as they stood at their post, cold, wet and tense, wondering what would come next. Well, further down the line, in the French sector, the, this, the experience was similar. And as the guns and shelling began to fall silent, the French soldiers, soldiers stood damp and miserable in their trenches. They too heard the sound of Christmas carols and hymns drifting across no man's land from the German trenches. And the Germans heard the French singing back to them. And they sang something like this. Douce nuit, Santa nuit. Come on. Dans les cieux, l'astre nuit. Le mystère annonce accompli. Cet enfant sur la paix Well, when a German soldier quietly but fearfully climbed onto the top of the trench, he was waving his arms to show that he had no weapon. And he called out to the Frenchman. And then others joined him on the top of the, the, of the trench. And the French soldiers climbed out of their trench. And both sides began to take terrifying steps into no man's land in the middle of this incredible battle. So the Germans are there. Freue van Aachen, François. And the, 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 the French said, Joyeux Noël, Fritz. And they walked out to the middle and began to fraternize in the middle of a war. Well, back in Ypres, the, uh, the British soldiers also cautiously made their way out to the middle of the shell-torn, blood-soaked quagmire between the trenches. The Germans got out of their trench. Both sides met fearfully uh, in the middle, worried that the magic of this fragile moment will be shattered by the sound of a bullet or a shell. So they went out, tentatively met in the middle, and they began to speak to each other, although they could not understand one another properly. They used hand gestures and all... Have you been in a country where you can't speak the language and it's, there's a lot of this stuff going on? They use hand gestures and impromptu presents of cigarettes, chocolate and alcohol and they laughed together and they sang hymns in their own language that they all knew the songs to. Some of the soldiers buried the many dead and others talked quietly and smoked and then one produced a football and they started to play. <coughs> it's a photograph of it. It's incredible, isn't it? They started to play. Uh, reports suggest that the Germans beat the British 3-2, so some things never change. <laughs> and all along the line, men swapped stories. They showed photographs of their families. They shared cigarettes and, and Christmas cheer. The men, the, the generals later described, they called it fraternising with the enemy. But for a moment or two, in the midst of horror, death and war, a ray of peace and hope shone uh, shone through as enemies celebrated together the birth of the Prince of Peace. And the British soldiers, having heard the enemy sing to the glory of their God in the highest, they began to lift their voices too. And you might know this one. Let's sing it together. Silent night. Come on. Holy night. All is calm. All is bright. Round yon virgin mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly 
following year, this scene would not be repeated. It would never be repeated because the generals did not want the soldiers seeing each other as human beings. They didn't want to see them as people with families and friends and children and a sense of humor. They didn't want to, them to see that the enemy is worshiping the same God as they did. They wanted to paint them, to demonize them and make them so that the men would fight harder. So this scene, it happened in 1914, that first year, in the midst of one of the worst wars the world has ever seen. But it only happened once because the, the generals had their say. Never happened again. And then as that most extraordinary day drew to a close, the men reluctantly returned to their trenches, to the mud, to the lice, to the wet and to the war. In the midst of the hatred and carnage of the great war, the significance of that tiny baby born in Bethlehem, of that wonderful gift so freely given by God to win back the souls of men and women was truly felt. After all, even today, I'm sure you'd agree, we all need a piece of peace, don't we? With so much conflict in the world, we all need some peace. Those soldiers experienced peace for a day. And this Christmas, 108 years later, Jesus is offering you the true inner peace, a peace that lasts not just for a day, but lasts for eternity. That little baby was God Almighty come to earth, humbling himself and opening the door for you to experience peace with God, with, with each other, and peace in every area of your life. You know, in 2022, we still live in a world that is governed by fear, don't we? We live in a world where people fear COVID. They fear world war again. They fear interest rate rises, inflation, rent rises, the housing crisis. We have more mental health and anxiety and domestic violence than ever before. And our nation, from government to school and even churches, are morally falling apart. But then we have Christmas 2022. And we have more social tension, financial tension, and relationship tension than ever. Some of you here will go to Christmas dinner walking on eggshells, worried that something you say or do will upset somebody in your family because there's this underlying conflict. How can we possibly find peace in all of this? Well, Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7 says this. <coughs> do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus if you don't have peace in your soul today I can offer you the peace that passes all understanding the chance to connect with the Prince of Peace himself in other words it won't stop you going through troubles but you go through troubles experiencing an incredible calm in the midst of chaos. Regardless of what's happening in the world, who's attacking you, how you feel, how lonely you might be this Christmas, when you know Jesus, you can pray and confidently believe that he hears your prayers and that he loves you. And you know he's heard your prayers, not necessarily by it being answered, but you know he's heard your prayer when you get that sense of peace. How many times have you prayed and you've felt an incredible peace? descend upon your heart that's the holy spirit that's the prince of peace right there it's as it's as if god puts a soldiers or sentries around your heart to guard you from what's happening and it all starts folks with a baby in a manger that's his gift to you this christmas see our world is a mess standards and behavior in our society falling apart your family might be tense or self-destructing but god today is offering you a, the peace that passes all understanding 
Remember that verse we started with? Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth among those with whom he is pleased. That's the formula for peace. You give glory to God and you ask Jesus into your life and that peace comes with it. You may have ignored him. You may have neglected him. You might have been angry at God over something for maybe this year, maybe for years. But on this day of all days, maybe you need to start giving him the glory and honor he deserves. And the next step is to, towards peace is that the, angels, that the angels promised is to become one of those with whom he is well pleased. Now, what do you think would please God this morning? If you think the God of all creation, what's going to please him? You know what's going to please him? When you give your heart to him. That's what pleases him. If you've been wandering away from him, if you've been ignoring him, come back to him today because that's the recipe for peace. When you're close to him, you know him and you know the peace that passes all understanding. The fact is all of us are sinners. Every single one of us is destined to go to hell. Without Jesus, we are destined to go to hell. There is no hope for us because the wages of sin is death. And that's what we deserve. But Christmas is about this incredible gift that God's given us. A way out of death. A way to eternal life. And it's free. Unlike everything else at Christmas time, it's actually free. Most things at Christmas time cost you something, don't they? Yeah. You go out to the shops, they don't give you much for free. But this God freely gives us. He chose to send his son to come as a child, to grow into a man. And then he chose to lay his life down for you and for me, to die in our place, to give us the peace we've dreamed of. I don't want, to leave you, I don't want you to leave this place without that peace. Some of you here face a difficult Christmas. Some of you here face a lonely Christmas. Don't go without the peace of God in your heart. The Bible says, most famous verse in the Bible, John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have what? Eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. You see, people say, I don't want to come to God because I'm worried he's, he's going to condemn me. He's going to judge me. He's going to not like the things I've done. If it's sin, he doesn't like it, I can tell you. But he doesn't condemn you. He saves you. He reaches out and grabs you and holds you close. He loves you so much. So let me ask you, what's stopping you from opening your heart and receiving this perfect gift at Christmas time? In the midst of a world that is out of control, just like those soldiers in 1914, you can experience true peace in Christmas time. Because the Prince of Peace has come. That's what we celebrate. We're not glorifying a baby 2,000 years ago. We're celebrating the fact that God reached out to man. Most religions are about man reaching up to God. If I do this and I do this and I keep this and I, I say this prayer or do this, this tradition, I'll get to God. All of those efforts fail. Most religions are man reaching up to God, but Christianity is God in the person of his son reaching down to man and drawing them to himself. See, Jesus didn't die to make bad, uh, bad men good. He died to make dead men live. And that's what we celebrate today. It's time to trust in Jesus. It's time to say, Lord, you know, I received that Christmas gift. 
This is your moment. In a few moments, we're going to sing a song. We're going to finish the service. We invite you to stay for coffee and, and um, Christmas nibblies and stuff that's over there. But right now is the most important time. If you've never asked Jesus, if you've never received this free gift, what's stopping you now? Are you worried you've got to perform to a certain level? You don't. Just receive it. If someone's going to give me something, two things have to happen. Someone has to offer it to me, but the second thing is I have to receive it. If I say no, I don't get the gift. Right now, he's offering you eternal life. Ask him to be your savior. Invite him into your life right now because that's what Christmas is about. God's gift to you because he loves you. Would you bow your head as we pray? Right now in this, this quiet time, Lord, we just open our hearts to you. We say, Lord, have your way. If you've never asked Jesus into your life, this is your moment. You can know the peace that passes all understanding, the peace that those men found between the trenches, the peace that the world can never give you. He can give it to you right now. Amen. So open your heart to him. If you've never asked Jesus into your life, this is your moment. It's not weird or crazy or strange. It's just normal and it's wonderful. And it's you connecting with a level of peace you will never find anywhere else. So if you've never asked Jesus into your life, I'm going to say a prayer. Say it with me. Give your heart to the Lord right now. And you can know his peace this Christmas time. Receive his gift. Just pray these words. If you've never asked Jesus into your life or if you've been wandering far from him, let's do it again. Say these words. Say, Lord Jesus, I know that I've sinned. But right now, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive my sin and come into my heart. And be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for the gift of eternal life. And for filling me with your spirit. And thank you for being your peace in my life. If that's you and you prayed that prayer for the first time, just lift your hand very quickly and put it down wherever you are. I'll see that and we'll get to you later on if that's you. Now... Many of you here face difficult times and I want to offer you the peace that passes all understanding. Even as believers, sometimes we forget that, that he's the Prince of Peace. Yeah. And we, we settle for conflict with our loved ones, with our families, with people who, whom we love. We settle for just being in conflict. But I want you to join me and let's pray for peace in our families. Can you do that? Let's do that today. Lord, say this with me, Lord Jesus, we pray for peace in our families. Lord, I pray for peace in the hearts of every believer here. The peace will, peace will reign. The peace will take over their lives. That in the midst of what goes on this Christmas time, they will be an island of peace in a sea of, of conflict. Lord, I pray that your peace that passes all understanding will guard their hearts and guard their mind. 
And Lord, I pray that you would just let them know that not only do you bring peace, but you bring your everlasting love. You wrap your arms around them and you care for them. Let's stand together as we sing.